0: When you sign up for BP Me Rewards, you can get five cents off every gallon of gas every time at BP or Amoco stations. That means more savings and more whatever you'd like to use your savings on. So treat yourself. It's on us. Visit bp.com save to learn more.
1: Welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. 1-800-610-7035, worldwide toll-free. That is our toll-free number. My name is Rob McConnell, and we're coming to you from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. My email address is exxon at exxonradiotv.com. On MSN Messenger, exxonradiotv at hotmail.com. And our website, www.exxonradiotv.com. My guest this hour is a legend, a living legend. His name is Kenny Kingston. According to, uh, let me see, Robert Osborne uh, from The Hollywood Reporter, Kenny Kingston is a psychic par excellence, one of a kind, and I can concur with that one very easily. And Lucille Ball said of Kenny, Kenny carries a 92% rate of accuracy and a 92% sense of humor to match it. Now, we all know it's not unusual to be a psychic medium these days, ExoNation. But our guest this hour is the man who paved the way for the current crop of psychics. He was involved in spiritualism long before today's trend. That man is my guest this hour, the legendary celebrity psychic medium, Kenny Kingston. And Kenny, welcome back to the ExoN. Always great having you with us.
0: It's good to be here, sweet spirit. Very good.
1: Kenny you and I were chatting briefly before we went on air about um you know you you had a summer cottage in Crystal Beach which is near Fort Erie in uh, Niagara and you were also telling us about the 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 your uh, your desire to to read for the royal cu- uh, the royal couple or to meet them and you actually had the opportunity
0: thank God yes 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 C-
1: can, can you share that with our audience
0: absolutely. When I was about six years old, uh, I remember uh, so vividly, and my mother used to keep reminding me, that uh, I opened the newspaper and I was laying on the floor, you know, as people do reading the newspaper, Mm -hmm. and there in the headlines was, the Duke and Duchess of Windsor uh, have married. And I was, I can't tell you what went through my mind, that she was I don't know, just somebody very, very special to me. And I have no idea to this day why. But I just pleaded with myself. Myself. I was the only one who could do it. And that is that I would meet them one day. Oh, God, how I wanted to meet them. So that's when I was six. And uh, they gave the throne for love. It says, His Royal Highness, give the throne for love. And it made me think... What a man he really was. The boutonniere, the elegant clothes, the Windsor knot, everything rolled into one. He was somebody that, I don't know, I thought uh, that he would just adore a reading. But, uh, of course, I was six years old, and naturally he wouldn't take me seriously. So what happened, as I got a little older, uh, my first encounter with them, not with them, excuse me, my first uh, closeness to them in on a freeway was, you know, the toll bridge on the way to, uh, to Canada from Buffalo? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I reached the toll bridge with my dad driving. By now, I was about 11 or 12. And um, there they were, siren, siren going blasting. And my dad said, what's the siren all about? What's the fuss? And then the man said, the Duke and Duchess of Windsor are on their way back from Canada to the airport in New York. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I got this close, even though I was a lane apart. They were in the opposite direction, but I thought, this is all right, this is okay. This is the beginning. I will meet them. I will meet them. All right, Kenny, we're going
1: to have to do a little bit of a cliffhanger here because I've got to take my first two-minute commercial break. When we come back, please continue this story about how you... How you wanted so much to meet the Duke and the Duchess. Kenny Kingston is our very special guest. www.kennykingston.org That's www.kennykingston.org My name is Rob McConnell. This is the X-Zone. Kenny Kingston and I return on either side of this break. Don't go away. Nation. Kenny Kingston is our very special guest at this hour. Kenny's ability to contact the spirit world came when he was born to the seventh daughter of a seventh daughter. In Irish lore, this is a very psychic sign. During his childhood, he received frequent visits from the spirit of his grandfather, who helped him with school examinations. He also credits three women in his life with helping him to develop his psychic abilities. His grandmother taught him to read tea leaves. His beloved mother taught him psychometry, and legendary film immortal Mae West taught him clear audio when Kenny was just nine years old. Joining me again is Kenny Kingston, and uh, Kenny, before we went to the break, we were talking about the Duke and Duchess of Windsor, and how you nearly met them crossing that bridge from Buffalo to (laughs) Fort Erie.
0: That's right, Rob. That's absolutely right. And so the years went on, went on, went on, Mm -hmm. and I was 18 and went into the Army. So as I was in the Army, um, I was stationed at Camp Gordon, Georgia, Uh, and I went through everything that the marching was supposed to be, but I didn't do it. I was able to emcee a show every time a hike took place. Okay, so making a long story short, Um, I finally was about ready to go overseas, and my cousin was a captain, and he said to me, where are we going? And I said, "Uh, don't you know? He said, yes, I know, but none of the troops know, and you don't know. I said, oh, yes, I can. He said, what do you mean? I said, we're going to eat a lot of spaghetti. He said, how did you know that? I said, you know what I am. He said, I know exactly what you are, a nut. So anyway, I gave him a message, and he really was shocked by the fact that I told him we were going to Italy. So all through the trip uh, on the ship, uh, I was a, a writer for the newspaper, so I wouldn't have to take any more you know, tests and this and that. So finally we arrived um, in Italy, and um, I was the first person called, but I had a bad cold and I fell asleep. So the first person called was Kenny Kingston Sound asleep. So they went on and on and on, (laughs) and the men got off one by one. And presently, um, I woke up and nobody was on the train. So I got off, and they told me to get on that bus. So I got on another bus. But it wasn't really a bus, truly. It was like a pickup truck. So we were going to Venice. So we went to Garizia first, which was going to be the major uh, um, headquarters for us for the 88th Infantry. And um, would you believe it, that I was in the officer's club, just picking up something for a fellow officer. And there in the club Mm -hmm. was General Eisenhower. So a couple of kids said to me, come on, why don't you go and give him a reading? So an officer came over and he said, I, I hear you give psychic messages. And I said, fortune teller messages, of course, he called it. And I said, what do, you, what do you want? He said, I want to introduce you to the general. He's very interested in finding out what he's going to do after uh, he gets out of the army. So I went to this table mm-hmm. where the general was. And I sat down, and as we were talking, we were, you know, doing various things about the psychic world, how I got the ability to read, etc. So at another table, a group of officers were singing Happy Birthday. And General Eisenhower looked at me, and he said, Isn't that stupid? I said, Why, sir? He said, They're singing Happy Birthday to a man who's 30, that major Today is 30 years old. Now, he said, you only get one birthday. That's when you're born. All the rest of them are anniversaries. I said, really? He said, they should be singing happy anniversary. Now, that's true, isn't it? Uh, Yes, it is. No, it's really true. It makes common sense. So he said, tell me something about myself. I said, what would you like to know, sir? And he said, just anything you can tell me. And I said, well, you're going to go very high. When you get out of this army, you're going to be like one of the few people to go as high as you're going to go in your career. He said, do you have any idea? I said, yes. I, I see the flag. He said, well, that's n- normal. Anybody can see it. I said, and also, I see um, people voting for you. He said, voting? Mm-hmm. Anyway, the end of the conversation. So now we go to Venice, and as we got to Venice... Uh, we were to be signed. We lost so many men during the war. So many men during the war that um, we had to have something to commission them or give them non-coms or whatever have you. But we needed military personnel with a rank. So the general who was Brian E. Moore, General Brian E. Moore, was a two-star general. And he decided that we were going to have the West Point of Europe, and it was going to be called the Lido Study Center. Well, I didn't know anything about the Lido Study Center. Have you ever been there?
1: No, I haven't.
0: Well, you've got to go. You've got to go, but you've got to be in love.
1: Well, I you've am got in to love. Be in
0: love when you go to Venice.
1: All right, so uh, so I am in love with my wife. I'll bring her to Venice with me.
0: Absolutely. If you're if you're a good husband, you must take her to Venice. But then most important. You must take her to the Lido. So we had the Lido Study Center, is what the general calls it. So, but I hadn't been, you know, I hadn't been picked yet. Mm-hmm. So a certain day came, and we were told that tomorrow we're all going to meet in the hotel, and the general is going to assign various people. He'll either say you're welcome to our school, mm-hmm. or you don't, you don't win. So anyway, there I am going down the rank, and he comes next to me, was a, a man with, um, all his credentials were from college. A tremendous, tremendous credential, master's degree, etc. And the general said, no, that doesn't do, fallout. I thought, oh my God, what's gonna happen to me? So when I was, uh, all three years as a civilian, mm-hmm. I did a lot of Broadway plays, but not on Broadway. I did them in Buffalo, New York, at Jane Keeler's Theater, and we toured with a couple of plays. So it was true. He looked at me, I looked at him in the eye, and he said, what is your credentials, and what are you going to be teaching? I said, I don't know, sir. And he looked at this pad, and he said, you're going to be teaching military courtesy, public speaking, English, that rank. What is your credential? I said, I appeared in six Broadway plays. But I didn't mean that when I was on Broadway in the show. (laughs) I just meant that that was what I did. He said, excellent, excellent. So I'm now assigned to become um, a teacher at the Lido Study Center. So I went a long time, a year and a half, I think. It was about a year and a half. And then all the non-commissioned officers were commissioned. And about that time... um, Either we were going to back home or Mm -hmm. back to a rifle company. And the major and I became very close friends. And he said, okay, I'm going to put you in special services. That's really where you belong. So I was assigned special services. Now, one of my assignments was to take care of the beach. We had a lot of help, you know, from the Italians. So there was a lot of cabanas, what have you, and people would go there. It's the most fabulous beach in the world. Trust me, it is just unbelievable. So that's all I had to do, just make sure that the beach was in good condition and present plays at the big theater that we had. Or not plays, maybe, but people, a variety show every once in a while, which I love, naturally. That was my work. So... Uh, I'm now in a bathing suit, mm-hmm. and I'm walking the beach to make sure it's clean, checking the cabanas, etc., and this stout lady passes me, and she looked at me and she said, hello, how are you? And I said, fine, thank you, how are you? And she was shocked. She said, oh, you're an American. I didn't recognize that with a bathing suit, no uniform. I said, well, we don't wear a uniform on the beach. Mm-hmm. So she said, she started talking, and I gave her some sort of a message. Um, I forget what the message was, really. But she said, oh, you read people. You're like a fortune teller. And I said, really? Well, um, I call myself a psychic, and that word was just coming out. You know, we all were fortune tellers. So she said, oh, that's wonderful. Give me a message. So I did, and she said, my God, that's very, very accurate. She said, by the way, I'm staying with a couple in the villa right across the street. She said, would you like to come over and give somebody a reading one day? I said, sure. And she said, all right, uh, well, let's make it tomorrow at 3 o'clock, and let's call it 3 o'clock for tea. I said, oh, wonderful. So as we started, she told me to come, and that was it. So, as we walked and separated, Mm -hmm. she said, by the way, I don't even know your name. And I told her, and I said, and your name? And she said, Elsa Maxwell. Do you remember Elsa Maxwell? No, sir. Well, Elsa Maxwell was probably the most famous party giver in the world. But Elsa Maxwell had not a nickel to her name. And what she did was a book well-known people mm-hmm. to parties like the Vanderbilt, etc. They would give a party, and they wanted somebody famous at the party to make a good impression on their guests. So, uh, here we are. And she said, all right, then I'll see you tomorrow at 3 o'clock. I said, yes.
1: All right, Kenny, so, I've got to, we've got to do another a little bit of a cliffhanger here. When we come back, we're going to continue this story with my very special guest. And... It is my opinion, Nation, that there is only one true psychic in this world of ours. And we've got him here with us tonight. Kenny Kingston is my very special guest. Kenny, take care of yourself. Always a great pleasure having you here with us in the Exo. Kenny Kingston is my special guest. www.kennykingston.org. That's www.kennykingston.org. Org. Kenny and I will be back on the other side of this commercial break as the Exxon continues from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't forget, Exxonation, Nation, November 2010, the Exxon moves back to Niagara when we become part of the NNTV, Niagara Now TV network. We'll be back on the other side of this break. Don't go away. Will I be? You're listening to the X-Zone Radio Show, live and around the world on the Talkstar Radio Network. X-Zone Broadcast Network. UK High Definition Radio. Euro High Definition Radio. And Star Cable. Our toll-free telephone number worldwide is 1-800-610-7035. Our email address, X-Zone at com. On MSN Messenger.
0: When you sign up for BP Me Rewards, you can get 5 cents off every gallon of gas every time at BPMe. BP or Amoco stations. That means more savings and more whatever you'd like to use your savings on. So treat yourself. It's on us. Visit bp.com/save to learn more.
1: Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino online.
0: I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino
1: is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Exxon Radio TV at Hotmail.com. And our website. www.exxonradiotv.com. I believe it's meant to
0: be And it looks like it's gonna be another sleepless night I've been listening to your dreams and getting very low Wondering what I can do Maybe I'm being foolish Cause I haven't
1: heard you mention anybody's name at all Well, obviously, Crystal Gale didn't know Kenny Kingston because uh, Kenny Kingston has talked to some of the most famous people in the world and read for most of the famous people in the world, including Marilyn Monroe. In fact, Kenny was her one and only psychic. Greta Garbo, Lily Tomlin, U.S. Presidents Truman and Eisenhower, Carol Burnett, Hugh Jackman. Uh, Phyllis Diller, Josephine Baker, Whoopi Goldberg, John Wayne, Soap from Stars General Hospital, Young and Restless, and The Guiding Light. And uh, and Kenny Kingston is with us tonight, Exxon Nation, and we are so happy to have Kenny with us. Uh, Kenny, before we went to the commercial break, you had brought us to the point where you met this lady on a beach in, in Italy, and uh, she invited you over to, her, uh, over to the place where she was staying to give a couple of people a reading the next day at 3 o'clock. So take it from there, my good friend.
0: Okay, at 3 o'clock I rang the doorbell, and the uh, houseboy came to the door mm-hmm. and ushered me in, and there I met Elsa, uh, Elsa again. So we were sitting in the library, and uh, she said, uh, my friend will be here in just a minute. I said, that's fine. So Elsa Maxwell, first of all, didn't have a dime. And did you know that everybody she booked at parties and she booked the most famous people in the world. Mm-hmm. Like if she booked the Duke and Duchess at a party, she got 25000 for it. Wow. And, of course, it went to them, and then she got a percentage, and she lived at the uh, Waldorf Towers. Not the Towers, but the hotel the Waldorf. And, naturally, the money that they gave her paid for everything. So, anyway, 3 o'clock inside the house, uh, the villa, actually, mm-hmm. okay, sat there. And then finally, the door opened, and she said, "Teddy Kingston, we stood up, and she said, "Teddy Kingston, may I introduce you to Her Royal Highness, the Duchess of Windsor.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: Oh, my gosh is right. Oh, I my thought, gosh. oh, my God, I can't believe this. At long last, and I was just, she was just breathtaking. Now, this woman was not a beautiful woman. Not a beautiful woman. And she told me one day, as a matter of fact, she told the world that she knew she wasn't beautiful. The only thing that she said, I must do is be rich and thin. (laughs) That's all a woman really has to do. Be rich and thin. So anyway, Mm -hmm. we chatted a while. And just before I started her reading, uh, her secretary came in and said, so-and-so is on the telephone. And he insists upon talking to you. She said, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but she said, this man is bugging me. So she answered, went to the phone, and she said, yes. I'm not going to give you any money for the gowns you've given me. I have no intentions of giving you anything. You don't seem to realize that the Duchess of Windsor is wearing your clothes. (laughs) Wow. So that was it. She slammed the phone down. She said, I'm sorry, but that's true.
1: So your dream...
0: That they should be honored.
1: So your dream came true.
0: Oh, my God, yes, 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 yes. Okay, I gave her a reading. Okay. And she said, my husband is in the back of the door. She said, and I... He doesn't really follow the psychic world at all. She said, but I'm going to get him. Would you be kind enough to give him a reading? Oh, God. Oh, God. (laughs) And presently, he came in and she said, Kenny Kingston, may I present to you His Royal Highness, the Duke of Windsor. Well, I gave them both readings, and they seemed to be very, very pleased. Now, the thing that's very interesting about this whole conversation is that, you know, they were stripped of their title. Yes. And really, they were called His Highness and Her Highness. That's why that um, when Princess Diana passed away, she was greeted on the other side by Her Royal Highness. And you know why? Because Diana was stripped of her title. Yes, she was. And she ended up by being just Princess of Wales. Th- th- yeah, Princess of Wales, yes. that's right.
1: Marilyn oh, there we go. Marilyn Monroe, okay. you were her one and only psychic. What was she like, Kenny?
0: She was like a human being. Lovely, charming, just delightful. And she used to come a great deal for readings. When, see, I first met her um, when I had the big house in San Francisco. And she had married Joe DiMaggio mm-hmm. and was living with him in San Francisco. So Clifton Webb, um, my dear friend, um, called me one day and he said, I have a Mrs. DiMaggio who would like a private reading. And I said, fine. So I didn't know who Mrs. Mrs. DiMaggio was, because DiMaggio was a very common name. So we set it up for 9 o'clock, and 9-10, came, and my houseboy said, I think we should close the lights because she's not coming. And I said, no, just, you know, go to bed or do whatever you want to do. I'll wait, and the doorbell rang. And I opened the door, and there she stood um, in the same ermine white collar and ermine coat that she had at her wedding. So I recognized her, so I recognized her instantly. And she apologized after she got in. She was breathless, and she said, may I have a drink? And I said, well, the only thing I can give you before your reading is a glass of water, because we cannot have any uh, alcohol, because we can't have spirits all over. We can't have spirits (laughs) in our (laughs) stomachs. wandering around. So she accepted that naturally, and I gave her the reading. Mm -hmm. And after the reading... She was thrilled because she said, I brought back her mother and brought back certain people that she loved and adored. And she said, by the way, I'm so sorry. Now, this is her. This is really what Marilyn Monroe was like. Um, She said, I'm terribly sorry for being late. She said, but I got out of a cab five blocks from your house and walked here. I said, why don't you get out five blocks? And she said, because I, uh, you know, I'm undergoing psychiatric treat- treatment. I just started it. And I didn't want your reputation spoiled.
1: My heavens.
0: That's how she was. And a lifetime I knew her.
1: Kenny, what, what has been your most gratifying moment of your, of your career thus far?
0: Most gratifying moment? Mm-hmm. I just can't think. Well, I think really that I'm able to help people through spirit.
1: That must uh, you be. You know,
0: mm-hmm. see, I'm a medium. Mm-hmm. And because you're psychic, that doesn't mean that the, uh, you can contact the spirit world. You have to be a medium. And so bringing back people from the other side, uh, thrills, you know, it's just amazing how happy people become. Mm-hmm finding their mother, finding their husband, finding their wife, whatever it is, and telling them what they're doing on the other side. What are they doing on the other side?
1: How, do the, how does spirit know that they can communicate through you, Kenny?
0: Well, I've I just been doing it all my life. Mm-hmm. When I was, I forget how old, it's in my book, but anyway, um, I was a bad student. Rob, I was a very, very bad student. And um, I was taking a a history examination, and um, I didn't know know the answers because I never studied. You know, I was too busy going to movies or plays or what have you or reading people and doing all Mm -hmm. those things. So when I was very, very young, um, I, I was lost. And I couldn't figure some of these answers. So all of a sudden... I saw a man standing, and the man had a goatee, Um, it was wearing a Homburg and a Chesterfield coat, and he introduced himself to me as my grandfather, Henry C. So he gave me the answers, and I I, I received a 96% accuracy. Wow. 96% accuracy. And of course, uh, that's when Lucille Ball said, well, you know, you have a 90% percentage mm-hmm. in the sense of humor. Because I don't take this um any way except knowing that God or the person, the master, whoever you want to call him, mm-hmm. gives me the answers. And without getting the answers from the Spirit, I would be lost. Or I would use the commentary That's touching the piece of jewelry or listening to people over the phone. Now, my grandmother taught me tea leaf reading, Um, and my mother taught me psychometry was touching a piece of jewelry. And my mother's best best friend was Mae West, and she was so psychic and unbelievable. So she taught me, uh, listening to the sound of a voice, Mm -hmm. that's how I pick up many messages over the phone.
1: Kenny, Kenny, everybody remembers you from the Kenny Kingston Psychic Hotline. Now, I, I believe oh. it ran for about eight years, and exactly, and I believe it was also the most financially successful nine hundred infomercials of all time, grossing four to six million in monthly revenue for your show sponsors. That's right. Why do you think people are so? Uh, engrossed with psychic readings, and, and today, you know, yesterday I was talking to to a psychic who works for one of the large uh, psychic hotlines, and there's hundreds of psychics working for this psychic hotline. Oh, sure. And what do you, what's the draw, Kenny?
0: Okay, I found out that between twelve midnight and two or three or four in the morning. Mm-hmm. We got more business than at any other time. Rob, people are lonely. People are very, very lonely. And they're at home. Maybe they have no one to share their love, to share their happiness. And so when they go on the hotline, they get the psychic who is going to help them. And that's the busy time for the psychic hotline we had 300 psychics but we didn't leave them loose uh, once every 6 weeks or 4 weeks whatever uh, i got them all on the telephone at three different times uh, and gave them instructions again mm-hmm. how not to what not to do what not to say etc you know you can't tell a person you cannot tell a person when they're going to die no because i never even used the word die they don't. They have a new birthday, Ra, a new birthday. That's when life begins.
1: I understand your home is filled with memorabilia. Let me see, Uh, you've got, uh, let me see, Uh, a jeweled throne from the Broadway and film actor Clifton Webb, a crystal candelabra and table and chairs from Marilyn Monroe, a silver candle holder from Tallahou Bankhead, a gold picture frame from the Duchess of Windsor, hand-spun pottery from Sir Noel Coward, an object art from Greta Garbo, and uh, potpourri of other fascinating items, fascinating items. You know, like, your home must be a museum.
0: <laughs> you know, practically the same words about um, how four or five weeks ago, um, Paris came over, mm-hmm. and I cannot think of his name, but he's the leading host of a talk show in Paris. And... Uh, they came over, the crew came over, and they did the house. Uh, we walked off through the house, and they were interested in the memorabilia, you know, that's in the house. So that, that's what happened. And the reason he came over from Paris is that he wanted to have me, through trance, pick up um, Edith Piaf and Josephine Baker. Well, it so happens that when I was in the Army, in the army, mind you, mm-hmm. and visited Paris. I became friends and psychic to Josephine Baker and Isbiotov. So we were very. They what they wanted to find out. The host did. Uh, his father was the um, the Walter Cronkite of the uh, of the psychic world. And in uh, uh, because let's see. I'm trying to just figure, they, they, they really came, he really came over because he wanted to find out what Edith Piaf, no, yes, what Edith Piaf thought of the girl playing her in the movie version.
1: I don't know, I'm no psychic like you are, Kenny, but my personal psychic impression is that he just wanted to come over and meet the world's most famous and best psychic.
0: Well, I don't know, that's very complimentary, I thank you.
1: You're welcome, Kenny. Stand by. Good sir. But story. I did get I
0: did get Josephine back, and we did get Edith
1: Piaf. Stand by, Kenny. We've got to take our final break. Exo Nation, the one and only Absolutely. Kenny Kingston is my very special guest. If you'd like to contact Kenny, his website is www.kennykingston.org. That's www.kennykingston.org on Facebook. Legendary celebrity psychic Kenny Kingston. Kenny and I will be back on the other side of this commercial break as the x continues. We're right here live and around the world from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. My name is Rob McConnell. Don't go away. kingston is my special guest exo nation here's uh, kenny's website it's www.kennykingston.org that's kennykingston.org and on facebook legendary celebrity psychic kenny kingston that's legendary celebrity psychic kenny kingston first of all kenny thanks very much for joining us as i told you between the break it's always a great pleasure talking to you i look forward to to whenever you're on the show um what lies ahead in the future for Kenny Kingston?
0: Well, what was was in the future is that um, I really would like to do a um, cable show mm-hmm. so uh, I was just thinking the matter over and I was, really and truly I would like to give up um, private readings because I've done that since mm-hmm. I was seventeen and so I'm ready to give that up and um, just do you know, a couple of shows, and spend time in Europe and different places, you know? And the new book, I have a new book called The Moment, and it comes out uh, in February. And the moment is, uh, by the way, let me interview you for a minute. Sure. Um, What was the moment in your life, the most important moment?
1: The most important moment in my life... Wow. That's a heavy question.
0: Yeah. Well, I've got a lot of celebrities. Let me tell you who the most interesting was to me Helen Gurley Brown. I I jotted her a note Mm -hmm. and asked her if she'd tell me her moment. She wrote me a three page letter. And when she was working for some magazine, I don't know what it is as a writer, uh, they fired her one day. And she just married uh, David Brown, you know, who then Mm -hmm. became a brilliant producer of films, and uh, so she met her husband in Central Park, and he said, Honey, you look like you've been crying. She said, Oh, darling, I've just been been fired. He said, Well, don't worry about it. He said, There's other things. You're a brilliant writer. She said, I know, but he said, Now, wait a minute. He said, I never asked you this question. I will now. Did you have sex before marriage? She said, yes. He said, why don't you write Sex and the Single Girl? So, you know, the rest is history. She wrote <laughs> Sex and the Single Girl. It was 28 weeks on the bestseller list. Mm-hmm. And now she's 20-some uh, books that she's editor of her Cosmopolitan.
1: Kenny, I look forward to reading that book. And, you know, I'm going to have to give it some thought. What was my my most... What was the question? My 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 most what moment?
0: Most important moment most important in your life.
1: Most important in my life. my life. Jeez, I can think of a, a number of them, but I just can't think of that one single one yet. Kenny, thank you so much for joining us. I look forward to talking to you the next time you join us here in the X Zone, and the next time I won't be so so greedy and I'll actually open up the phone line so other people can share the the insight and the wisdom of Kenny Kingston.
0: God bless you. Whatever you want to do. That's fine, but the most important thing I want to say to you is have a wonderful forever.
1: All right, well, Kenny, take care of yourself and uh, keep the great work up. Keep touching the hearts like only Kenny Kingston can. Thank you. Take care, Kenny. Exonation, the legendary Kenny Kingston. www.kennykingston.org. And for those of you who are on Facebook, legendary celebrity psychic Kenny Kingston. That's www.kennykingston.org and on Facebook, legendary celebrity psychic Kenny Kingston. We'll be back on the other side of this commercial break after the news as the Exxon continues from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. My name is Rob McConnell. Don't go away.